Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Welcome to this episode of That's What She Said. This is part six of the voice series, which I think is the second longest series I've ever done. Um, And this is uh, sometimes not this is clear enough. This is uh, in the terms of the voice workshop. It'll help you get a voice that is wilder, kinder, braver, and clearer. This is the clear part. Before we dive in, if you would like to leave a review or a financial tip for gratitude, that is magnificent. It makes my heart so happy and I cry every single time someone leaves me a review or dollars. It's it's a little silly, but a little bit not. Um, And you can do that at kristenkelp.com slash podcast. Thank you so much to those of you who have already given money or reviews or in some cases both. Um, It means the world to me. Thank you. So today, we're going to dive into the last of the four qualities that bring the best of your voice to light. So we have wildness, kindness, bravery, and clarity. Today's clarity. And the other podcasts in the series, if you would like to go back, um, you don't have to listen to them in order, but it might be helpful. Uh, We have your work is not your worth. What does your work work and worth have to do with your voice? Um, How to take time off. Nice and kind are not the same. And brave is just another word for vulnerable. If you're like, I don't know where to start or what to do, I would start with your work is not your worth. And if you're already sort of sorted out on that, I would go with nice and kind or not the same. It's terribly important to get that one down. Uh, So clarity is tricky in real life because we are never given the 27 point plan to follow about anything, let alone the most important parts of our lives. It's hard to know we're doing the right thing at any point with anything even with something as simple as eating carbs. Like technically, Haunani says, Haunani being business partner Haunani, um, technically like lettuce is a carb. And if we're, if we're bringing it down to carbs are bad, but lettuce is bad, like life is just hard at that point. There's a lot of science about carbs and it's all differing. So who knows? It's hard to know what to do about screens. Like is Netflix self-care or self-sabotage? That depends on the day, I would argue. Sometimes it's both. 
Um, if you throw any big picture scenarios into the mix, and it can feel impossible to know if we are on the right path with regards to anything at all, let alone something of importance. So instead of promising that I can give you simple clarity or deliver your life's mission in three sentences or via a much-watched million-view TED Talk, I'm going to give you a guideline. Guidelines are rarely sexy, and they are very often helpful. And if you hear any sort of general banging, um, physical banging, not like sex banging, um, the windows are, are banging because I live in an old house and uh, it is extremely windy outside. If you hear the bub chewing on the wall, it's because the bub is chewing on the wall. I haven't figured out how to stop that yet. And I'll do my best here. Okay, so here's the guideline. Sometimes not this is all we get. So as Liz Gilbert of Eat, Pray, Love fame describes it, not this is what your soul whispers when it's appalled. When, you, when it can't believe you keep doing X and it so clearly keeps asking you for not X. All it says is not this. When you are in a relationship for far too long, when you know your job is crushing your spirit, when you're being abused or minimized or treated like shit in any capacity, you won't get the 43-point plan or the ejector seat that makes leaving as easy as pressing a button. Plus, that didn't work out in Top Gun anyway. You'll get not this. Not this is vague enough to be frustrating and simple enough for you to know exactly what needs to happen next. If the answer is not this and you know what this is, you're good to go. It's actually a miracle of a phrase should you find yourself, for a totally hypothetical example, weeping in an outdoor shower while your life wakes up all around you and you find yourself in the midst of a marriage that feels like strangling one breath at a time. Total hypothetical here, right? <laughs> so it is early 2014. It's winter on the East Coast, but lovely in California. It's March. I've just discovered the heaven that is Laguna Beach, California, and I have convinced my then husband to move there for a month so I can bring a massive event to life without seasonal affective disorder and depression punching me in the face. Because the beautiful thing about seasonal defective disorder is that if you put you in sunshine in a tropical locale, you're good. It disappears. Um, so at this particular morning, every particular morning, I stand outside and I shower in the sun and my body screams this, this place, this sun on my face, this beach, this location, this work, this, this, this. I started doing yoga in the morning outside, which is not possible in Pennsylvania for nine months of the year, and then tossing my clothes off and letting every bit of hot water pour over me while I'm listening to every talk that... Uh, Rob Bell has ever uploaded to YouTube. His podcast doesn't exist yet. I've just discovered it. And it's like washing the dust off of every portion of me, slathering myself up in the backyard while contemplating God and the mysteries of the universe and hoping the hot water heater doesn't run out just yet. The minute the water turns off, I put on my clothes, I wander back inside and I wrestle with my marriage. All the enthusiastic this that has been coursing through my body brings me to the wall of not this, and that brings it into even sharper perspective. I cry every single time I manage to face my life by walking back into the kitchen. The singular pain that comes of knowing a thing has ended and yet staying. For inexplicable reasons and for far too long. Somehow it is always far too long. When you come to a point in your business that's lovely, in other words, when you find a this, you will often simultaneously find a not this. Your job is to honor it. I've not this prescriptive formulas and online programs. I've not this clients and money that they wanted to give to me. I've not this ebooks and partnerships, long treasured ideas, and very, 
very expensive advice. All of it happened to be a this at some point, because I don't agree to something unless it's a this, and then it can become a not this, and we have to sort of let room for that to happen. Your job is to keep finding and then being honest about the not this bits when you find them. Maybe you'll lose $43,000 and lie on the couch for six months when the event you went to California to finish is a financial dud. For example, that was a total hypothetical. <laughs> Maybe you'll meet the love of your life and learn more about partnership and intimacy, depth and bliss than you could have imagined. Again, totally made up. It's not like I have a bear and it's not like I'm recording this on his birthday. Happy birthday to bear. Uh, maybe you'll discover a practice that makes your other work seem shallow by comparison and then spend your days pursuing depth in all of your work. One more time, certainly not my experience with breathwork. Certainly not. Um, clarity, though, in its earliest stages might just say and usually says, not this. You might not hear any words other than not this for the weeks or months or years it takes for you to listen. If you want your voice to be clearer, and who doesn't, it can be helpful to articulate the not thisness of your clientele as well. So my clients are deeply feeling sensitive souls who tend to be creative for a living. That's great, but it's a bit nebulous because that's the this. The not this of my clientele is as follows. My peeps don't support Trump. They often fall for purchasing prescriptive programs and six-point plans because those seem easier than facing the solitary path that is following your own body of work wherever it leads. They are not timid, though they might seem so on the outside. They might just appear quiet. They are not used to expressing their voice at its full capacity, and they're hesitant to turn people, particularly customers, away because money is money, or so they've been taught. So they have some things to unlearn. Not this helps to draw a clear boundary. If you love Trump, we won't be able to work as closely as I'd like, so I'd rather not take your money. Very simple. Not this gives you clues about what's going on in your soul. Your life and your work have their own opinions and ideas and ways they want you to move most of the time. Not this might be all you get. So let's make the most of it. Let's suss out your not this in everyday life. In other words, here are all the questions to ask to find the not this that sticks around. That's like, oh, why do I feel funny or gross or weird or stuck? You've got to find the not this, and then you've got to make it into a this or just eliminate it. When you first heard not this described, did any particular situation or image or person immediately come to mind? Because the first answer is the right one every single time. Is there anywhere, your job, your business, your partnership, your family, your friendships, your everyday life, that you feel compelled to do something different, even though you don't yet know what it is? Just recording or noticing or acknowledging that you've had the sensation of not this is incredibly helpful. Are there any projects or ideas that keep floating around and begging to be made, even though you don't have time to make them or they scare you or they don't make sense with your current business model? If I didn't make things because they didn't make sense with my current business model, I wouldn't have made the vast majority of my work so far. So that's not something to be afraid of. Is there something people keep asking for, but your time is being taken up by some other service, project, product, program that was previously the crux of your career? Do any aspects of your professional life whisper, not this? 
So in particular, I remember uh, I was working with a stewardship client and she was like, wait, 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 do you mean that, that I don't have to go to the networking group that I hate that costs $250 a month? I'm like, yes, you do not have to do that. Because if you're showing up and it's a not this, you're not going to have the right energy about it or with it. You're not going to be your best self or even your most open self. You're not going to connect with people in the ways that you're capable of. And it's just going to be a big waste of money. So not this. Do any clients reek of not this or not them or not those people? I just mean this, like you can have lovely clients that are also just not right for you. It's not a, it's not a value judgment. It's just to like, oh, we don't click. That's all. Not this. Do any of your habits or routines speak of not this, but you keep doing them? So sometimes, especially if depression has you or some aspect of mental illness has you, like your brain is going to say, it's going to keep you sort of stuck. And it's going to say, you don't need to shower. You don't need to brush your teeth and you don't need to leave the house. And actually your body will say, not this, not this. We do need to shower. We do need, we do need to brush our teeth and we do need to leave the house. Right? So do any of your habits speak of not this, but you keep doing them. And that's not to shame you or judge you. That's, I can only tell you that because I have been there and done that thousands of times. Does any part of your everyday routine feel like not this? It can be really small. It can be like you used to drink coffee, like six cups a day. And then eventually your body is just like, well, maybe I don't want as much coffee or you want more. I don't know. Not this. It's up to you to listen to not this. Does any part of your work sparkle more than it used to and you know it's time to give it more energy? So there's a pool and so the not this is just don't stay here, keep going. It can be that gentle and that simple. Do you keep daydreaming about some inexplicable, quote unquote, impossible project or idea, even though you don't know how to bring it to fruition. So you're like, I don't know how I would make that. I don't know what the structure would be. I don't know how I would bring that to fruition. I don't know how much that would cost. There are lots of don't knows, but you keep daydreaming about it. That's a this and your job is to honor it. So your job is to honor the this when you find it and to honor the not this when it means it's time to move on or stop or keep going. You don't have to know what will come of it. Just stating it is probably enough. Not this, not this, not this. That's it. Not this, not that, not those, not them. Not right now, not ever. Great. That's the beginning of, of real true clarity. Because a not this can often be a huge thing that's just one line item. Like, not this. For me, not this was marriage, right? <laughs> like, that's going to take a while. And by the time I get out of that not this, I will figure some shit out. Guaranteed. So for right now, if you would do me the great honor of just grabbing your phone or a pen, piece of paper, and make a list of a not this list of 10 things as fast as you can without second guessing yourself. So pause this and do that. Um, but the goal is not like just, just as fast as you can just scribble because that's the part of your brain. That's like, Oh, we've been waiting for this moment. We have so been waiting for this. Please listen and make a not this list of 10 things.
And I'm going to assume that you've actually paused so I don't have to sit and wait for you. And if you would like to send me what you've discovered, awesome. I can be reached at k at kristenkelp.com or kristenkelp.com and click contact. Or you can uh, tag me on Instagram. I am k-k-a-l-p, k-kelp. That's me. I would love to hear what you discovered, what you're giving up, what you're leaving, what you're moving through or beyond. It's fantastic. And I love to hear about it. If you're like, wait, I love this podcast series about voices. This is number six. I don't know if there's going to be any more. Holy shit. I need you to come to the voice workshop. These sneak previews are part of a larger curriculum that's going down for two days on May 20th and 21st in Philadelphia. It's also the 10th anniversary of my being in business. It's exciting. It's big. Um, the expression of your voice will be wilder, kinder, braver, and clearer by the time you leave. And you will have fun along the way. That's, that's what I do that's uh, the people that I do it with. It's going to be fantastic. You can read all about voice at kristenkaup.com slash voice dash workshop, or you can buy your ticket right now by going to that same spot. If you have any questions, again, I'm at k at kristenkaup.com, and I would fucking love to hear from you. May you hear the voice of not this loud and clear. May you acknowledge it wherever you find it. And may the things that you move past and through and away from lead you to greener pastures, stiller waters, more clarity, more joy, more depth, and more life every single time. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The Antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself, while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine while quietly or not so quietly, scream sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format. One gathering a month on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills that we will need in November now And we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at jointheantidote.com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.